Fresco family, happy Friday, happy Friday. You Welcome back to another episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. This one gets a little odd. Uh, it's not all fun and games. You know, I'll be honest, I've had a bad week. I've had a bad couple weeks. We're living in a, uh, a hailscape, and I'm dancing on the coals. That's how it feels most of the time. So here we are. You know, Wannabe and I are just chewing up life together. We we get into some cool stuff. We get into some space stuff. I was a huge space nerd. As a kid, I used to bike my little chubby butt to the library. They They would let me rent one video a day, and I would just pick a different space documentary, watch it on the VCR, remember those? And then the next day, I would bike back, return it, get something else. I watched The Planets. I watched Cosmos. I watched History of Us. I mean... Man, summer vacation, I, I had no friends. My friends were the Cosmos and Carl Sagan, let me tell you. So I've, I've got a deep relationship with space. I was a little surprised to find out Wannabe doesn't want to go to the moon because the food sucks. Imagine that, just because the food sucks. I also play a little prank on him. Uh, he recently told me he lost his, his ex. He was dating a girl, and she cheated on him with a comedian who does open mics in in uh, Hinky Dinkyville where we live, and so because I know he's a nice guy, I start at the end of the episode. I bring up about how I I love open mics so much, and uh, the comedy especially, just because I knew he would agree with me and it would just eat his soul a little bit. So that is a bit at the end of the episode. I I do miss open mic dearly, but I really just want to put him in a corner, and I thought it would be hilarious. And uh, let me tell you, it was hilarious. He, I think it's more funny now that I tell you that how hilarious it was. Uh, so when you hear that, at, at, it's right at the tail end. <laughs> when you hear that, know that he recently lost a girlfriend to an open mic comedian, uh, which is just, he shouldn't have told me that because I, I, I totally put it up against him. But my time is running out. Please stream fine with Yacht Daddy anywhere you stream music. Follow me on every social media at GoFresco, Fresco Savage. Just Google it. You'll find it. Again, I am running out of time. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week on Fresco Savage, live from the interdimensional bedroom. How are we doing today? Look, someone's got AirPods in. I've got the AirPods in. You're bougie. After, well, after the success of our first two episodes, I was able to buy a pair of AirPods. How amazing is that? And that's content. A, that's creative content, baby. That's yes. how this industry works. That's how it works. Skyrocket right to the top, right to the moon, instant. Hand to mouth, baby. Dude, you turned off your camera. I can't see you. Oh, sorry. You know, Matt, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Fresco. I procrastinated on uh, getting myself ready for the podcast today. I've had the yeah. dilemma of looking for the damn uh, the box. Oh, can, all right. Can we talk about what the thing is called that uh, plugs into the wall from your iPhone charger from the cord? The brick. I'm going to call it a box, and some people call it. I call it a, the, a power brick. The power brick. What do you call I, it? You call it the box? I call it box. Power box. Really? Where'd you learn? I got it. Oh, listen, I understand the Roddy Rich reference.
Don't think because I'm almost 30, I don't understand a good Roddy Rich. <laughs> I know you're on <laughs> uh, that TikTok. I'm on that. Oh, I'm on that TikTok, baby. Uh, gonna... TikTok, going away. Maybe going away. Did you see that? Yeah. What's the deal with that, man? I don't um, – I, I, I keep hearing it's going away, but then it's, I, I wake up every day and it's still there. So WeChat is gone. TikTok is next. They're both owned by the same company in oh, China. Oh, I've never even heard of WeChat. It's a big thing. It's a, I guess it's a, it's a big thing. I've, I've never – I know that messaging apps are very popular. Um, but TikTok, they're still giving it a chance – to like be sold to some to a company in the u.s mm. um and so that got extended to november 21st but i don't believe okay. anybody can download it new now i think i don't think you can download it anymore like you can still use it if you have it but uh, i don't think there's any new downloads until that is resolved remember when flappy bird was like that yeah remember when people and, were selling their cell phones yeah for like yes. eight hundred dollars with flappy bird yes. for like their iphone third generations did you play flappy bird i never did i never downloaded to my dude i think about the people that bought ipods for so much money just to have that game they probably I don't think, yeah but here's the thing i don't think that's real I hope not. That game was like, not that good. I think good. that's a catchy BuzzFeed news title. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's so but true. But the thing with um, like eBay and stuff is the market kind of creates the pricing for that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, because everyone was like all up in arms about it, which probably it was, it's just a stupid game. It can't be that important. Right. So because of that, some guy's like, oh, I'm going to price this at $1,000. Mm-hmm. And then the, someone sees that and they're like, oh, I can make a quick buck off of this with my, with my iPod Touch. I'll just download. I have it downloaded on my iPod Touch. I'm just going to make a quick buck. So then you have like 30 or 40 of them on there for $1,000. So like the market created its own demand in doing that. And so I don't even know if they sold any. Like you can put something on eBay mm-hmm. for like, I won't take any less than $20,000. Gotcha. With the right kind of media attention it can create some kind of demand but i don't actually know if they sold any maybe some rich guy maybe one or two like wow i really did, hope like not. the guy who invented the epi pen remember that guy oh yeah dude yeah who bought the wu-tang album for two million dollars it's the only one in yes. existence yeah those they... type of those type of people god yeah there's a we watched the documentary of the Wu-Tang Clan on that, and there was basically RZA thought that that was going to be a really good idea. And then the other ones didn't really think so. And then they ended up like, yeah, so, like giving it to this dude who was a complete piece of shit. And they all were pissed at RZA. But, um, Classic RZA. Yeah. Classic RZA. The, the RZA, the Jizza, Method Man, Ghostface Killer. There's those skills wannabe. Those are the skills that the audience is aching for these days. And and that's how I made it to the top. And that's why I'm. I, the that's AirPods. why you got the AirPods in. Absolutely. I'll be honest with you. I'm very unprepared as well. I almost texted you and said I don't want to do this, but we're gonna do this because that's content oh, creation. Well, we've already got so many avenues. I mean, we can keep talking about the people that call the iPhone charger thing. They call it the butt. We can go that no, no, route. No, 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 no. Can... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who calls it the butt? I I know I've talked to at least one person. I couldn't tell you who it was, but I know they call that because it pissed me off just as much as it just pissed you off. Well, I you can't just make up words for things. 
That's what I'm. It doesn't look like a butt at all. At least it looks like a. It looks like a box. I I think the box is close to butt for me, but it's for sure a brick. Okay, it's not a Lego mat. What about a <laughs> what about a, what about a square? Power it's, square. That sounds nice. It's got I'll a nice ring it, to it. Oh man, I would call it the. Uh, oh, you know, I was I was walking, I was watching this TikTok the other day that was like, "Hey, why aren't iPhone chargers called juice boxes?" And I love that because Damn. people call it. Yeah, right. I loved that, and I think I'm. Sounds I'm like that person is that. a lot like me who came up with bridges. Yes, it's, it's out of the box brilliant. thinking. It's brilliant. It's out of the box thinking for the box. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is um, content, baby. This is content. This is why I get up in the morning, man. So, would you go to the moon if you had the opportunity? I was reading up on the. the Already, you're thinking group, too hard. Classic wannabe. The group of people that went to the moon for the first time and one of the women there was a black woman on that what was the flight called i don't even remember the, has there um, been a black woman on the moon i don't believe so ben she was one of the astronauts um no not on the moon but she was one of the astronauts that were part of that first flight that blew up that in, what was that flight called do you remember that were the the um they uh, were going on the way, on the way up to the moon yeah the flight uh the rocket uh what was what was the first what was the first one that got to the moon it was like apollo 11 right yeah yeah no, there so were the 10 one, before that yeah there were i don't know it was the one that blew up in this woman okay. she attended harvard at the age of 16 i mean that's, Yale, a, I'm sorry. that's a that's amazing my question to you is not would you go back in time to the 70s and risk your life to go to the moon <laughs> my Dude, question for provide... you want to be is it's 500 bucks for a ticket round trip tourist vacation on the moon. Would you take it? Would you go? All right. All There's right. still a risk. There's still a risk because it's space. Um, we're going to, at some point, can we do a Google search on this flight? So I, I feel like I'm not making things up out of nowhere. Like NASA flight I mean, blows up rocket flight and I'll, I'll go on on this why i wouldn't want to go to the moon so we're living in 2050 you, don't wanna, you do not want to go to the moon i'm going i'm 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 th i'm trying to figure it out as i'm speaking one okay. of those situations okay and you. you're starting you don't know where you're going i love it right and so i'm gonna say so it's the year is 2050 elon musk has made it really easy to get to the moon for like a weekend there's an Airbnb up there. You can go hang out with your partner and chill on the moon. Okay. What was my first thought? Having sex up there. Zero gravity sex. Okay. It's not zero Here's gravity. Why. It's one-sixth gravity. <laughs> minimal gravity. Minimal gravity sex. Yeah. Here's why I'm not doing it. Because. Give it to me. I'm going to have to be wearing some kind of weird mask or helmet thing that allows me to to get the correct amount of oxygen in my blood. Or you're okay. in a moon base. And it, I'm in the moon base, possibly, but that means that you're the walls are going to be... Ben, you can't have sex on the moon even if you're wearing a helmet. You can't just expose your skin to space. Well, there we go. Then I'm not going to the moon. 
but no everything's going to be inside. You're going to be living in like aquariums. For Everything's going to be inside except for me. I'm not going to be inside anything because I can't have sex on the moon. No, but you can in the bubble. Okay, okay. So I'm in this bubble. But you know that that bubble's yeah, it's be like a link. It's like a linked. It's a bunch of buildings. It's like a bunch of gymnasiums. With, okay. With clear roofs linked together for miles. Okay, okay. And so you're, you're thinking about it like you're going to be in – you're thinking about this like it's 1970s again, like you're going to be in a capsule. I, yeah. Well, I'm not sure. No, no, this, this is Muscotopia know. here, and you're okay. going to be – it's going to be like – you've seen Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, okay, okay. They go to Naboo underneath the water. Okay. That's um, the vibe. Here's the deal. I cannot imagine that within the first – few decades of people hanging out on the moon that the food is going to be any good i think it's going to be weird astronaut You're on food. The moon! and i'm not going to the moon i can, i'm thinking every day i learn something new about the earth that fascinates me and makes me excited to be here i'm i'm with it i'm sticking to what i know i'm not going to the moon because there's going to be some even if i can't have sex on the moon there's going to be some weird moon condoms I'm gonna have to use or something you're, like that, or it's gonna be low quality up there. Hard about this, B. I'm just letting you know. I'm I'm not going. I'm staying put right here where where the gravity's fresh and keeping me right the where gravity's, it needs to be. Where the gravity's fresh, huh? Shout out to Mr. Newton on that one. Earth where the <clears> gravity <throat> fresh. <laughs> Down on the earth where the gravity's fresh, and I can make love to a woman feeling her flesh. There you go. Uh, you could and you could do all of that on the moon as well, but you you've put a mental block. A mental I'm block. I'm staying, dude. I'm staying put. Tell how about yourself? What? Tell me. It sounds like you're very pro moon, and I want to hear an argument. It's I all feel like mine. Do is go to space. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted to do in my life. So hip hop was a backup plan. No, astronaut. this is a vehicle to get to the moon. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a vehicle. I'm gonna play a show on the moon. That would. This is my manifestation. Cool. Okay. Couple things. Xenon Girl, the 21st Century. I know you've seen it. Uh, Supernova dude, Girl, dude. That guy played a show on a space station. That was my first inspiration. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I'm. Protozoa. It's funny. It's funny because if I were, if I were to say what I'm what my mind is like right now i'd say i'm a space case i don't know what's happening which is ironic to the content of the conversation you belong on the moon you're a space (laughs) well i can't speak out about xenon girl the 21st century anymore but let me tell you you no i am going to go to the moon and play a show maybe i'll be 80 years old but i won't have to worry about my knees up there yeah you won't gravity is low you won't be Fresco Savage anymore. You'll, you'll be like Fresco Arthritis or something like that. That's an okay joke. I'm going to give it. I'm going to let you pass. <laughs> I think I already got arthritis. Not arthritis. Who, who am I? Arthritis. I already got arthritis. Uh, you know what Donald Trump has? I don't want to hear this terrible joke. He's got arthritis. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, say it again. Got, I was looking at the Google doodle of the day. Donald Trump, he's got arthritis. Ugh. <sighs> Did you make that up? I just thought of it on the spot. It's just like that. I'm in the mood of just. It um, might be. It might. It, it might work. It might work in the correct circle. Right. 
if you were in the yes. cra- you you know you had some some like cool dive bar chilling with a bunch my of neo-lib col- friends it's a bunch of college kids with shaved heads with their circle circular fucking glasses okay who are you fucking john lennon um with your little hipster me. glasses oh no <laughs> those fresco glasses are circular dude oh for those of you tuning in fresco just put on a pair of circular glasses yeah well those are great the sunglasses but you know what i'm talking about the hipster the real glasses they're bifocals yeah they go to the bar alone they they read bukowski yeah like get out of here i've been that guy you know fresco back in the day we were working retail you taught me something important about fashion and you said what? Do you remember what you told me? Absolutely. Fashion is driven by irony. Fashion is rooted in irony. And yeah. that's what those damn glasses are about. Because the glasses are as small as your eye. You want glasses that are bigger than your eyes. Yeah, you want the periffs. You, you want the periffs. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. And so why uh, why, are we, why is everyone walking around faking like pretending to be John Lennon? Because they want to look hipster. They yeah, be they cool. want to be cool, man. They want to be cool. They want to get shot in the street for being too cool. That's right, That's what we all just want. We yeah. just want to go to the moon and get shot mid-walk and for being a little too cool, a little too liberal, a little too free-flowing. <laughs> That's what happened. You're really, you really stress politics. I just listened to our last episode. You love getting political. I can't you go into it. stay away from it. It's always sort of just kind of circulating in the back of my head. Yeah. We won't go. I, just, I did a report on John Lennon when I was a freshman. I learned about Hell all yeah, that whole situation with uh, Lee, it was Har- Lee Harvey Oswald, right? That crazy. I didn't guy. know that he was connected to John Lennon in any way. Please. No, he was connected. He was JFK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy who shot guy- JFK. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Who's the guy that? The guy that killed John Lennon, dude. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know. I could look. I could look it up. I wasn't able to find your uh, NASA rocket crash. Oh yeah, I just made all that up. What? That was all bullshit. I knew it was made up because there's no way they would let uh, Mark Chapman. Oh God, yeah, wrong guy, wrong crazy guy. But um, Mark Chapman was this was this loner dude who would reread um, J.D. Salinger's Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. He would read it over and over and over, and then he ended up being the one who shot John Lennon. Not because he wasn't a fan of John Lennon, because he thought that John Lennon was a hypocrite about basically being rich, but kind of they, the Beatles preached living all hippie. Yeah, like. it seems here he killed John Lennon and then remained at the scene reading Catcher in the Rye until he was arrested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He really liked that book, man. Dude, have you read that book? Yes. Incredible novel. Incredible, incredible. book. Made me feel less every, alone. I kind of get it. Yeah. Every young male, especially if not every... Like, it's so great just to be like a ninth grade angsty boy confused and then find Catcher in the Rye. I mean, I read it as like a 23-year-old angsty boy, 24-year-old yeah. angsty boy. Yeah. And, the way, and that, the way that the character in the book looks at the world, it was like, I found someone who thought like me, who thought way too much about everything, saw everything yeah. and little intricacies and thought too hard for his own good. And I really related to that. And so I, it does not... I mean, I'm not saying I'm crazy, but they say that they find that book in a lot of serial killers' houses. Yeah, yeah. Like you it's know, something that some... I'm not. I could never murder somebody. That's exactly what a murderer would say. 
Oh, do you think it feels good? No, let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. <laughs> I don't no, know. Next, next podcast. Next week. Next week. <laughs> next week on the show, um, we got Does It Feel Good to Murder Someone? Yeah. <laughs> Fresco, maybe after the show, after the the recording is over, we can we can take a little look into your about deeper that. psyche. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. concerned about your, you know, your lizard brain every once in a while. But I'm concerned. That. I had you nightmares know, all last night. I get terrible really? nightmares. Do you get nightmares? No, man. I actually, I don't even get dreams unless I take uh, large doses of melatonin. But can we, can you tell us about your nightmares? We can break into them a little bit, break them down. Yeah. I have this reoccurring nightmare where I'm in this old hotel. You know, it's a lot like, um, uh, what's the movie, Disney Channel movie, the Hotel Hollywood or uh, something on the 13th floor. Anyway, Planet Hollywood. Oh, okay. no, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like an old 40s, 50s motel. Everything's dusty, cobwebs everywhere. And I'm, I'm going towards this elevator, right? I look in the elevator. It opens up. Uh, but there's no roof. It's just elevator oh. walls for infinity going up, right? So it's like it's, like you step in, it's like miles of elevator above you, but it's still contained in this elevator space. And then what starts happening is like bugs start falling. And then, oh, like, no. and then like rotting limbs start falling. And the elevator doors close and like I start drowning in gross things. Ooh. And that's a reoccurring not, one that I have. Okay. Yeah, not ideal at all. Not um, very vivid. Very vivid. Yeah. I always think to, you know, someone as creative as you, your mind, when you unleash it and when you fall asleep, your frontal lobe, you know, just lets your, the back of your brain kind of run wild. And, not good. Not good. And, and that is not, so do you have a natural fear of bugs? What yeah, I the hate bugs? Them. I hate them. I actually think okay. I'm crazy and I see bugs where they aren't. I think that okay. sometimes, I think that I will see i think like i'll think i'll see a bug and then i'll wake yeah. like i'll kill it and then the next morning like the bug won't be there oh no do you know what i mean yeah so it so came think, back to life or like i think i i think i'm so scared of bugs i see them where they're not oh you mean a totally hallucinated bug yeah You're even killing. like so oh got you like Holy i always cow. see things out of the corner of my eyes and stuff like that like, like yeah yeah okay but i also like there's been plenty of experiences where I think I see things out of the corner of my eyes and it ends up being real. So I don't know what to trust. Like uh, one time uh, I was at my parents' house and I hate mice. I hate little vermin things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I see a mouse. And my parents were like, there's no way there's a mouse in our house, right? No way a mouse yeah. that typically eats grouse is in our house. And <laughs> so I was like, I'm freaking out, right? Now I'm freaking out in the house. And my dad's like, okay, I'll just go buy some traps. Buy some traps, yeah. put them up. Three days later, we're all hanging out. All of a sudden, no way. you hear a snap of a trap. And uh. you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. And uh, we killed it. We got a mouse. We got a mouse. Mm -hmm. The old peanut butter trick. We put it in the laundry room where I thought I saw it. Now, oh. here's the kicker. We left the traps out, and we killed four more mice. Oh, no. Oh, and my God. And I don't God. ever remember having mice in 
my house growing up until that yeah. moment it's like all of a sudden we were like infested your whole childhood was flipped upside down with mice and you're like you're like how long have they been here the whole time yes yeah oh my gosh man so did you freak out when you heard that first trap snap or were you relieved or were you like oh my gosh there's more of them there's got to be more there's never I'll be just honest one. i told my parents i was like this is good because I, I thought i was going crazy I was like, I'm glad there's a mouse here. Because there's been a lot of times where I feel like I'm on the edge of a mental breakdown. Yeah. And when and that happens, you start to get more and more. Like, once you, once you convince yourself you might be crazy, it's easier to feel crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I had a, I've had a really rough week. I feel better now. But last week, I was really rough. And then I realized, man, when I – it's a tough battle, right? Because you're like, do I accept it? For what it is, do I say, okay, you know what? I'm just depressed and it's going to go away like it always does. And, but then once you do that, it gets worse because you like feed into it. You're not trying to like push it away. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it's good uh, to be honest. It's an, it's an interesting thing because you have to like not trust your own thoughts as much. You have to be like, oh man, everything is, everything I'm thinking is going through this like depression filter. Yep, and, and my filter tainting. tells me everyone hates me. Yeah, yeah. Which is and, the worst um, because that's like my biggest fear. Like if you read my star chart, that's like my biggest, uh, that's where I put a lot of value is in other people's opinions on me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think when I get low, what is affected the most is how I f- feel people feel about me. And that's where I, a lot mm-hmm. of tumultuous uh, brain activity comes from for me is is me trying to control people's view of me Mm. because in reality like i'm a nice guy people like to be around i know that but right when i put that filter on i don't see i don't see that i i see it as everyone hates me and is annoyed by me and i just want to crawl in a hole yeah now and this is interesting because i'm i'm thinking about your elevator nightmare and maybe we can relate that or connect it somehow but uh yeah it's interesting too because it seems to push you into doing really artistic creative things like like this podcast and you can you've sort of flipped it into something cool and productive but it doesn't matter if you're still you know feeling awful yeah but, but. I've, I've been more artistic this week than i have because of that i was like i just got to get this stuff out i guess like i've written a lot more than i have in a long time yeah so it's you're kind of using it as a tool give you some leverage kind of and i think that's that's why creative people are uh just crazy. Yeah. I was texting you last week. I went back and I was reading that Edgar Allan Poe yeah, short story. Holy shit, dude. The way that he can make just a little tiny instance that most people would just not think about it at all. I, I think that's one really interesting, interesting thing about depression is like, and like going back to J.D. Salinger, back, back to Catcher in the Rye that the amount of thoughts you're having per second about things that don't matter like that's essentially what that rumination depression is yeah, yeah it's, that it's rumination that, it's that rumination that's why depression and anxiety are so commonly linked wow this podcast got dark baby dark baby uh we got oh man but that's why that's why they're so commonly linked is cuz depression is just like to me to my depression is oversaturated quick thoughts of negative nature you know like Mm -hmm. i wake up and i'm like wow i'm a piece of crap no self-love you know Mm -hmm. and that's i mean that's and i get you get caught in a cycle 
you get caught in like a downspin yeah. and it's you have to like actively you have to let those thoughts trigger your mind into into like almost like snapping out of it i hate to say that cuz all mental health advocates will say there's no such thing as snapping out of it but i do think especially my anxiety if i understand i'm i'm going i'm in a downspin like i'm in a tailspin mm-hmm. i am i've had to learn what those common themes are like when some when i feel like everybody hates me i go wait 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 and you're like you're like, you're like stuck in in this like hallucination you know and you have to like learn what those things to trigger your brain to be like well wait 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 nobody hates me people like to be around me mm-hmm. i'm a nice guy i'm a funny guy people but in quarantine it's a totally different yeah hard you, to get those reminders yeah. from people it is the only person you have yeah you're, is the person you see in the mirror and if you hate that person God, i've been looking at a picture of <laughs> mark chapman for the last 20 minutes yeah we gotta get you like a nice vision board so you have some pleasant things to look at when you wake up i don't even know what i want to look at when you wake up what do i want to look at when i wake up golfing greens. i mm. do i'll tell you yeah and i see you've got some nice you've got like a nice desert sunset behind you that's a yep. nice little scene there that's got a some nice cacti little, like nice little uh what do they call that a uh landscape tapestry tapestry fabric. oh yeah it's fabric totally can't live in yeah. a college town without a tapestry yeah, that's so true. I should actually get, I should actually whip mine out here. But the mandala, which we've robbed from the Tibetan Buddhists, but we don't have to go down that route right now. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I just, I've been trying to remind myself that the brain is a muscle and that we are, we use, the more we use those certain parts of it, the more that, the stronger they get. So if you're using that negative part of your brain, which mm. um, is a trait of people who actually have more activity in the left side of the prefrontal cortex. These I people thought the whole are, right brain, left brain thing was a, a myth. Yeah, that, that saying it generally like that, that's all nonsense. You can't just say that I'm, I'm good at drawing, so I'm a left brain person or whatever it was. But yeah. what they found is people who, so it's specifically in this very small part in the front of your brain called the prefrontal cortex, People who are generally more negative, um, there's a correlation between the amount of activity in the left side of the prefrontal cortex and being a negative person, but also being a person who's better at thinking logically. Yeah, that makes sense. That just, I think that's just evolutionarily, that's not a word. Um, yeah, I, I think it is. I think optimism and pessimism are just, are just roadmaps to how to deal with a problem. Yes, hundred percent. And so it's and just I think, the way I think it's just probably it's probably in your DNA how you're going to problem solve. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if you honestly like what we were just saying is that if you can sort of be negative, that negativity evolutionarily that's gonna that negative feeling motivates you to do something. Well, you need a mixture. And, you need a mixture. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Obviously, uh, too much of it can be debilitating, but our uh, our ancestors didn't have to, they didn't have the option of laying in bed all day. And no, so and I, I think like that's that. something that it's the whole Maslow's hierarchy. And wow, this, this podcast got way away from it, but I'm loving it. Yeah. What happened to the moon? What happened uh, to being on the moon? <laughs> I, just, I almost said Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. What's up with that, man? I, but it's I, true. I like it's in class right now. I know. I know. Jesus. Jesus. But it's true. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> I think that makes it worse, especially for us Americans. We are in a pleasure-driven society, and we, uh, 
if we're not entertained, what we go back to is ourselves and we all hate ourselves. And so you just pick up the phone, go on Facebook, tweet it, Coke. Hey. I love the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. Looped it back in. They back in us. the bit from last week. The corporations, man, they want us to feel bad because then they get the They make the more money off we feel bad because we have been taught yeah. in America that there's some you can buy something to fix your problem, whatever it is. Got allergies? Here's allergen. Here's claritin. You got a cold? Here's NyQuil. We, there's, we can, you, with money, you can fix any problem, which got to problem. an extent is true, but yeah. you cannot fix yourself. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and we've, we've neglected those natural uh holistic ways of healing not that they're as quite as effective as our western medicine but there's a lot of them that are like do they're duly good so if you yeah if you're really sick you can't just like drink some tea or 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 whatever uh inhale some sage or burn an incense but but i feel like i drink a little black tea every day i put a little lemon in it and Mm. i know that that little bit of lemon every day long term is doing you know what some western medicine might do for a more serious illness yeah, i'm just maybe. preventing that illness because i'm doing it every day possibly like it's really good for your intestines and whatnot so possibly. yeah we also fill our bodies with trash on a daily basis so yeah we fill our bodies with trash and we want that we want that instant gratification we don't like we don't like long-term payoff bullshit no man i need to get better <laughs> at that i need to get so much better at that we all do man i've i've gone out to eat way too many times this week simply because I don't want to go to the grocery store and then I don't have anything really? to eat all week. The grocery store is the only place I, I hang out. I've become friends with, with the cash. Like I have favorite cashiers. Serious? Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah I want to talk need. to Bob, dude. He'd be like, Hey, what kind of craft beer are you getting? I'm like, Hey, it's this oh, from Brewing yes. Project. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now that's more of what we need. Cause I'm, I've gotten favorite each street drivers in this town. Mm, I, nice. I've literally, memorize or i'll get the same ones every now and then i'm like oh farouk is on the way hell yeah farouk's my guy i'm gonna i'm gonna give him an 18 percent tip instead of a 15 percent tip this time dude i tip good right now i tip good yeah i, I should like be tipping. Got to. you you re- i really should be especially when farouk is just nailing it every time and you look forward to seeing him yeah it's a reflection on farouk yeah he yeah i should really maybe one of these days i'll just surprise him with like a 33 percent Damn, or like a $20 bill. Yeah, and I actually... Cash is always better than card. I don't know if people are taking cash right now, though. Because it's kind of like the contactless. Yeah. This old guy um, who I'd never seen showed up at my place of business with my uh, my 8th Street the other day, and I just had four bucks in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And I'd already left the tip on the app, but I was... It was like, man, it's Sunday. It's nice out. I'm just going to throw money at this guy. And, uh, you know, he was wearing a... Like a... I think he was maybe a Vietnam war veteran or some kind of veteran. Mm. And I was like, let's, let's get this guy some cash. I give him $4 and he was just like ecstatic. He's like, Oh my gosh, you don't get tips delivering food much these days. And I'm like, cash is always cash is King. Cash is King when it comes to tips. Cause you don't have to tell uncle Sam about it. Right. You can pretend, so, it, pretend so it never grateful. happened. Yeah. I was just, I was just really uh, glad that, he was so happy. He's so grateful. You know, I was, it was, yeah, it was a tough the right time. way to it's tough time. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I just had to throw away like $40 worth of groceries. Cause I got pantry flies. You ever heard of pantry flies? Oh yeah, dude. Yep. So yeah, something must've a... happened where like it came at, like I went to Aldi. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to shit on Aldi right now. Cause they got great prices, but yes. 
I got groceries and then like opened my cupboard the other day, flies. And I was like, oh yeah. shit. And I guess they can happen where like you'll buy something that has some like, you know, I bought like rice or something like that can have, this is gross, but like the larva or eggs in it. And then those oh, things yeah. can hatch out, break out of the bag, and then they start eating your other food. And it was a oh, terrible experience. That's probably where my dreams came from. That probably would triggered <sighs> my reoccurring dream. Yeah, dude, it's the Trojan horse of the of the grocery store. Dude, it sucks because I'm like low on cash. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of beans and rice and canned things. And I had to like throw out a bunch of stuff. But, you know. That's Damn, life. dude. Yeah, that's, that's oh, life, dude. Oh I made a big pot of chili and that's all I'm eating for seven days. Hell yeah. Chili week. Chili week. <laughs> We've all had a couple of chili weeks. For me, it was what I would used to call shitty noodles and sauce. Because basically my uh, sophomore year of college, all I ate was penne regate noodles with some shitty, uh, I don't even remember the like, brand. Like everyday essential or yeah, like yeah. houseworks or some Just, off brand. Yeah, nasty marinara sauce. I remember getting excited when I could get up to Newman's Own. If I had a if I had a can of Newman's Own or mm. a, a glass jar of Newman's Own in my fridge, I was pumped for that week. Yeah, and then I would save the bottle as a drinking glass. Oh, <laughs> why? Because I liked the feeling of drinking out of the jar, but I couldn't actually buy like. <laughs> Dude, jar. ball jars are like three dollars for a I dozen. I couldn't buy the ball jars. <laughs> They're like three dollars for a dozen. Yeah, but they don't have that nice old man smiling at you on the front, man. You left the sticker on it. <laughs> you left the sticker. It felt nostalgic. You didn't even peel the label it. off. Eventually, I did because I had to wash them. But I liked having Mr. Newman smiling at me, knowing that my purchase went to some charity that might not be real at all. But dude, yeah, I, I see no proof from those guys. Those <laughs> I don't buy it. Man. You grew up with be like. Hey, if you buy a Tootsie Roll, you could win an yeah. N64. Dude. I never saw I'm, anybody win that. I don't think those exist. I think it was just to drive traffic. I uh, Those sweepstakes, dude, I don't think they ever had a winner. Danimals had this fucking thing with the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and a, the winner was supposed to be on an episode of The Sweet Life. Oh and I God. never – I don't think that ever happened, and I'm still mad about it today because I – Danimals were – God, they were expensive. You're out man. there listening. One of eight of you. We're less than 10 at this point, three episodes in. Please, if you have won a sweepstakes or you know of someone who's won a sweepstakes from whether it be a cereal box, a kid food item where the experience was out of this world, call into the show. Email the show. Please. Email gofrescosavage at gmail.com. And let's let's rap about it. We'll get you on the show. Special segment, sweepstakes winner segment. I need to know, is this real or not? Or like trips to Disneyland and stuff like that. Yes. No way did anybody ever go to Disneyland. There was never any proof. And also they were like, they'd be like, if you win this Danimals experience, you can meet Raven Simone. And I just remember thinking about, they'd be like, spend a day with Raven Simone. And I remember being like, Fuck, what if I did win? I don't know what I would even talk to her about for a whole day. Yeah, it sounds you know how awkward that yeah, would be. Yeah, what are you going to do? Going to go get noodles and company? Who decides yeah. what you do? What if she 
she didn't like what I ordered? You know, what if what she, if was, she what didn't if I got like name? you? What she's if she like, like I don't what like I... this guy. He likes like, the this steak is... stroganoff. <laughs> she's like, this is he the... likes mushrooms. This is the tenth day in a row I've had to do a goddamn Danimals meet and greet day, <laughs> and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this shit. I don't blame oh my her, dude. God. I think, I I think celebrities have a right to be pissed off. I do I too. Think, I think there's a lot that ex- that is expected of them. Oh, speaking of a, that, so Raven, dude, the the our Orlando Brown, the guy that played, I think his name the, is Eddie on the show. Yeah, pap, pap. You know he's he's been in and out of jail like many times for. Yeah, have you seen those like, amazing he, interviews he does? Yeah, like, like meth and stuff, and he claimed that he claimed that Michael Jackson is like his father. Wow. And if you if you one minute Wikipedia warning, him, one sorry, minute warning, time to wrap for, it up. The, but I keep going. Just know you got a minute. If you, if you look up Orlando Brown on Wikipedia underneath "father," you will see Michael Jackson, and yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Wikipedia, but I love that. It's so funny. I mean, I have a friend who's a comedian at the Plus, who was a comedian at the Plus, and he, uh, he edited the Wikipedia for Chippewa Falls, saying that he was the mayor. <laughs> so you could really do say whatever you want and it was up for a while it was up for that's a while awesome. you gotta love that that's great effort yeah you gotta love You're... i miss comedy at the plus don't you i do too man man you i make miss a closing statement i miss the plus so much i miss my friends i miss open mic i especially miss open mic comedy uh where i got my start as a comedian and was a comedian once a week for about six months but uh, it was my favorite thing in the world, and I and I miss it. I know you feel. Uh, sorry, I know wanna. I'll I'll bleep that out. I know wanna be. I know you feel exactly the same way. I, you know me. You can read me like a damn you get, book. You get man. those half off apps. Get those yeah. wings. Oh, can't wait. First week back. Cannot wait. Next week we'll discuss whether or not Fresco Savage is a serial killer or not. All right. Next week on uh, Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom. My name is Fresco Savage. This is my co-host wannabe. We'll see you next time. I'm sure he's going to call me right after this just to wrap it up personally as friends. I will see you next week, sir. Have a good one, man. Looking forward to it. All righty then. <laughs> <laughs>